Cosmic Salon, and I have a wonderful guest here with me. This is Frank from the Bronx, and I want to tell you how I got him to be here in the salon. I have a good friend, Joe Roop, who has a show called Lighting the Void, and also Patrick Newland, who does production here as well, uh, suggested that I have Frankie on. I'm going to find out if I can call him Frankie here in a minute. I like the name Frankie. I've always liked it. And so what I was talking about when I was asking Patrick who he had was someone that's speaking some of the same stuff that I'm trying to get out here. And everyone that's listening to this new show of mine knows I'm doing waves. So this having the near-death stuff on the last show and then other stuff, alchemical stuff, I wanted to kind of return back to, say, the stuff James Bartley and I are getting into and Randy Moggins and I are getting into. And Frank, after having deep dive Frank today, uh, is perfect. I'm so thrilled. I just... I'm absolutely thrilled with everything I heard. This man is the real deal. He's from the East Coast. I just love East Coast people. They keep it real. They're down. They're they're gritty. And you always know where you stand, in, at least in my experience. And so I'm going to bring on Frankie, Frankie Fearless, and have him give us a little bit of a bio of who he is and what brings Frankie up into the collective at this point because he does have a deep past and deep history with the music business and all this other really cool stuff. So welcome to the salon, Frankie. Thank you so much for having me tonight. I'm I'm very happy to be here to discuss everything that's been happening because as you know, it is now time to take the training wheels off energetically and we are in a new mode, go time they would call it. Yes. And um, some of us, I wouldn't say are being forced, but we get this push. It just must come out. We must help. We must say what we must say. We must stand in our truth. And now's that time. If there's ever been a better time to do it, it's right exactly at this moment. Right through the center of the heart of the deception, which has surrounded us for so long. I agree. This is go time, baby. This is the rubbers on the road. If you are waiting around 
for the end of the movie or the final scene, this is it. Even though it's not the final scene, but it, it's the boom, boom time. It's the ending of the first of the trilogy. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> It's the one where we're like, all hope is lost. Nope, victory to the light. And then the new beginning. Because we're about, we've had enough of this, haven't we now? Yes. Yeah. You know what's interesting here? And is it all right to call you Frankie? That's actually my name. Uh, I, I, you know, I figured it was. Uh, you're Frank Castle. I just love the version Frankie. It's a warm fuzzy for me. It's a great place. All the Frankies I know are awesome. That's fantastic. And I love hearing that because it reminds me of um, all my childhood friends, which I really don't, I'm no longer around really. Hey, Frankie, Frankie boy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to let you know right away, this is interesting with you on, I'm getting like this electrical, my wiring's get, giving me an electrical sound which is interesting it's the first time i read all the symbols i read all the science synchronicity is a big deal to me and so i find that interesting i hope it's not coming through in the recording but i'll work with it i hear nothing on my end just to let you know i just think it's interesting you've got this energy and it's it's definitely moving through these circuits well i am a fire sign and i am a leo <laughs> and uh, i've been activated in this moment and dare I say, my soul is set on fire. And perhaps I can share that with everyone. Yes. Tonight. And that was one of the things I was really enjoying as I was deep diving you or binging you, whatever people want to call it today. It's so funny. You've been out there a long time. You've been doing your game a long time. And you've got a lot of really great friends and people you're around. We have mutual friends. And it was the first. So I've subbed. I'm going to be listening. You got your Saturday show. I'm so there. This is part of the good stuff in this experience, this outer world experience, to find others that have these lights within, the torches. We are the lighthouse for those who need to find their way home at this moment. Yes. We will be there shining for the others that are kind of playing that fence that don't understand if this is even real or not, but they kind of have a sense of something. Yeah. Those will pull them right off the fence. And anyone who sticks their hand out of the dark willing to leave, now's the time to do it. It's a spiritual move for most. Sometimes it's a physical move you have to make. A lot of times it's just both because you're going to have to do stuff spiritually than physically to get, get yourself in a shape for the next experience. We're evolving into the new energies. That's the best way to say it because you say 5D Earth, you'll say 5D frequency, you'll say New Earth, New Jerusalem, you say all kinds of names and each one, you have groups of people that are like, yeah, and then other groups of people that go, no, but it's all the same thing. Yeah. Where it's different terms for the same place. This is where there's a lot of fuckery. And on my show, you can say whatever you need. This is. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free here. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I made it a podcast. I have a live show coming soon that Joe's wanting me on on the fringe, but this show, no holds barred. So one of the things I wanted to get at, let me preface this. When I'm out of body, when I'm in the ether space, no matter how I've found myself there, there's a look in the eyes of others that are not coming from my own psyche. There's nothing there. They may be there, but they're, I guess, for 
the local or common vernacular, they're snoozing. So we take that from inner space and look at it in outer space, the outer space outside of us, which is the collective, right? That's what I'm calling outer space. And where we are now with the way things are advancing, I am wondering, what are your thoughts on these people? There's a lot of names for them, NPCs, filler people, all that. Come at me, bro, with this stuff. What's going on? So one of the experiences I had while I was under ayahuasca, I um, mother was a mother ayah was able to show me that a lot of the material to the matrix was there were multiple things happening. So there was about eighty percent light beings, right? There was twenty percent other. So I said, "What's this other?" So I was up and I spoke to source about this, and from source you could look down. And you can see what the other is. You saw clones, AI, robotics, infestations of all different kinds. The flesh is only a sleeve to wear, an article of flesh clothing that beings can jump in and out of. And then there was those that were just part of the background. The system itself will produce a background lot. Now, I'm a fan of it's all happening at once. So you do have creators that are asleep, naturally. Then you have the supervisors to that to make sure they stay asleep, to believe the deception, to get you in deeper and deeper. And then naturally they believe it, so on and so on down the line. But who are these supervisors? Who are these people in place? Where do they come from? Why do they have no compassion? Why do they have the black look of the shark in their Mm. eyes? Yeah. Right? And we've seen this in many places before. Everything from the demonic to maybe a reptilian inside of someone. They say, oh, look, it's shape-shifting. I believe that we're getting an awareness of what's running the costume, not an actual shapeshift. Although I believe in the shapeshifters, like I've seen them just work their material. However, I've seen overlays, they call it. So you'll see someone talking and then instead of the higher self, which you're connecting to when you're really into the conversation, it's almost like my higher self, and your higher self are getting along and things are filtering down in between us. But when you look over, there's this cold sense of something and then there it is. Whatever being or creature decide to try to puppeteer that human being for that day. So it runs everything. It, it could be so many different things. So I've had people here where AI has infected them so bad the ayahuasca doesn't work. They literally have to go off and do a whole bunch of other stuff before they could even come back and try it. They will never see. Wow. Because we cannot let that up here. Then there's the demonics. The demonics, they can't go up there, so they hold you down like a magnet. Whereas the AI wants to go up with you to see what this is. On and on and on. And we go through. I See, I work person by person. So the background people are there. Then you'll get those that are actually maybe an AI system inside the flesh where when they smoke DMT or drink ayahuasca, they, all they see is like um, symbols and signs. It's like all they could interpret. They hear like mechanical sounds without breaking through at all and don't understand and can't understand what you're saying, but they're kind of trying. They come at you with science <laughs> and I go, the rubber meets the road here, kid. <laughs> science hasn't caught up to this because you can't measure it yet, but I could measure it. You could measure it. You're the great antenna. You got to break through and they can't do it, but their partner will have a full breakthrough, massive, and not understand who their partner is any longer. There's so much happening with this, but yeah, the background people are there. It's like the matrix generates it to make you feel like, like it's real. You're wearing a holographic, I would say a program called nature. Yeah. So it's an organic consciousness 
inside a mother program that's been hijacked by deception. Let's just keep it there for now because we could go so deep into this. I'm not sure where you want to (laughs) go. Well, there's a lot of territory I want to cover and uh, deep is where I like to swim. That's definitely my end, but I work up to it. And that's why the show's in two parts anyway. So you mentioned the demonic type and just for the people that need that terminology, and there are some, this is how you reach them. We, We reach them through frequency and language is frequency, as you know. However, to keep it simple and to keep it on a way that people understand, what are demonics when you encounter them in the collective? How do you see them? How do you encounter them? What do they look, see, smell, you know, all that? Okay, so there's different kinds of entities in a collective that I guess we would call demonic, but they would all be parasitic in nature. Mm-hmm. So... We see the little ones Every everyone has every day. So there's an as above, so below. Everyone has parasites in them, right? So those parasites are feeding on you and you're feeding yourself. And then those parasites are then feeding themselves and you're not getting the nutrition. Thus, you eat more. The more crap you eat and the more stuff that's going on, the more lethargic you get. Then you can't think. Then a simple operation, what's two plus two? Can you hold the door for me? Hey, could you grab the cat and move it out of the way? Hey, look out. There's a car coming. It's just too much. Oh, my God. I can't take this shit today. My brain is on fire. It's like nobody fucking asked you to do anything except hold the door open. What's the problem? Right? And then it's anxiety after anxiety and after anxieties, and it's just clouded and stuck. Well, parasitically... The spirit entities, I don't know how to define them like perfectly naturally. I haven't passed six years ago had definition of most of this stuff. Yeah. A a demonic being in nature would be parasitically attached to you. Part of you, perhaps even from birth, a trauma where you experience something that is so out of the norm, sexual, some kind of misconduct. Maybe you got hit or shouted out to the and you were embarrassed and you kind of hold that down. And then the wave comes over you of the spirit, right? Of the dark entity that gets launched right into you. Yeah. They see where you're holding that and harboring that. And the child has no way because there's no one's talking about any of this stuff. They don't teach anyone any of this, right? It's all fantasy and make believe until you have one in you or the guy next to you. And then you see it for the first time. We all see when somebody drinks alcohol where they get to the point, they get the shark eyes. That's not really him. He's not really doing it. Well, who's doing it then? Are we going to blame the devil again? Well, however, there may not be a devil, but there is these beings that enter you and they want nothing more than to feed off your fear and your energetics to hold you into a frequency where they could get you excited just to pull the carpet out last second. Yeah. Right. And then they're feeding. They're loving it. They're loving life. When you look over at your partner and you're like, they're like, hey, listen, can you clean up the mess that your friends left in the kitchen? You're 45 years old. And perhaps maybe your friend should put the dishes in the sink and you go, fuck out of here. And you sit on the couch and put your hand in your pants. <laughs> That's I will share something with you. The last three, four days since Monday, I've been on. I'm an ayahuasca shaman for those who are curious. I had a couple here who's been working with us for a while come back because there's still an issue. He had a, some kind of attachment. We brought him in and we put him under and immediately he started speaking in different tongues, like terribly. His face was contorting. He started shouting and yelling. He had to be held down and restrained. And then the actual language started coming out. Now, 
other people on the room or under ayahuasca not having these issues whatsoever. Not that it just reveals itself. Mother ayahuasca will bring the sickness out and push it out. But it turned into more of an exorcism, which still perplexes me. I went under and had my experiences and there. They are what they are. They're amazing. They're crazy. Oh, I can't believe this is happening. And then there's the stuff that's in the room with you. And you're like, wow, this isn't a movie. This is really happening. Now, this has happened on many occasions, but not quite like this one. This one was speaking out loud in the room, contorting his face. I thought he was going to snap his neck. Right? So we had a call on multiple shaman to surround him with light for three days while having the ceremonies and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it to finally, after about a hundred people from the fearless family, shout outs uh, to everyone that came to help. We called one of our other uh, female shamans and she was able to pull it out while we surrounded this person. And I said this originally, the first time it happened to me five years ago with somebody that just was in my room for the first time, says, I don't believe this, smoked a little bit DMT and something jumped out of his chest and was in the room and it was smacking his girlfriend around and then me. And then it took Paula, my, my girl, to come home and go, let me help. I can help with this. And three was able to pull this thing and snap it away. Now, in this case, it was rooted in for 45 years through trauma based on trauma as a child that no child should have to go through in any way, shape or form, which was unavailable to his memory because he pushed it so far away and down inside of him that this thing took hold and formed a snake like coil from his lower chakra up to his top chakra and did not want to go. Would rather him take this guy with him. If I'm going to go, you're going to go with me. I'm going to take whoever in the rooms with me. And people don't want to believe it. That's fine. I'm more into the UFO stuff, too, with the ETs and stuff. But that's just a small portion of the whole thing. We're raising in frequency. We're pulling these things off. They cannot come with us, and they will hold on to you for dear life. You are the food source. You are the cattle to them. They are sneaky. They will trick you in every way, shape, or form to hold you in position, to keep you non-believers, non-believing, even though you're looking right at it. Well, it can't possibly be that. He probably needs to go to a mental institution. I'm like, so the last 25 people, like um, 32%, maybe a little more, had that in them. So you're telling me every single person for that came from all across the boards, all walks of life from all over the world should be in a mental institution? What about me? I was literally a federal inspector for the USDA. I was a hip-hop artist. I'm still, I still am for 25 years. I um, saw all the dark stuff in the music industry, and I watched them when I got signed putting demons into masters. Yeah. Okay? And I was the old guy in the room. I'm 46 now. I was signed in 2011 for six months. I caused such a stink. And I'm not religious. I was Catholic school raised. Sister, Sister Stabile used to beat the shit out of me every day until eighth grade. And then I went to high school and the Jesuits beat the shit out of me for four years. Like I, I went through it. I'm not a churchgoer. I personally don't subscribe to that. However, source is there, or you, you might say God, I say source of all things is there. So we, we can't deny that. Everything else in between is just 
it is whatever to me because you are the source. So everything in between you and source is just nonsense. All right. You want to talk about Jesus? He, what does he say? What is the one thing Jesus says? You can do what I can do, but you'll be doing more. You can do everything I could do. You just got to unlock the flesh suit. A lot of this has been undefined properly. He was just trying to get you to level up in your frequencies. Now, these parasitic entities will keep you down and they will hold you there and they will feed on you because your natural evolution is to move forward. You're the creator. You have to be creating. You have to be creating. When I met Source, I was like, why did you leave us? You left us. Look, there's Earth right there. You left us. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I, I just say he. It was a, a male voice, but I was standing in light. And I was crying. How could you do this to us? Look at us. Look at those things attacking us. Yeah. What is that? Why is there a whole realm of these things? And they just feed on us. And he's like, I just have one question for you. Why are you not creating? Because you are me. Mm. And I said, I'm not you. Get out of here. I don't want the responsibility. And then the mirror came up. And I looked and I was like a little version of source. And it was explained to me like this. You're literally me. I gave you the, the individuality. And now just go be creative, not judging you in any way, shape or form. So I have to explain this to people. And I say, look, if I make soup or I make a sauce or gravy on Sunday and you come over and I take a big giant pot and has all the ingredients in it, it's all cooked. And I give everybody the exact same amount in each dish the exact same thing that's in the pot, right? Except now it's in your dish and that dish is you, everything in there, but it's also comes from source. So you are source, the individual, you can grow to be that if you like, we, we go through experience after experience and death is a misnomer. And in the human avatar, you get 4% awareness, basically some less, some maybe a drop or two more. <laughs> and within that, we are doing this free will game on this chessboard where there are beings making plays for us left and right while we are just here to ascend. Like we're here to move forward. Some people don't like the ascension term. So I'm like, well, move forward in time into the future. Like, <laughs> what do you want? To, it's the same shit. I know. They want to argue semantics. And I'm like, geez, I'm like, you're, you're God. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know, I, I kind of try to spike it into them, right? They're like, well, I'm Pleiadian. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's still the source. <laughs> well, what about the AI? Well, I go check this out. Is electricity still God? Mm. And they go, well, yeah. I go, well, what's running the robot? Some kind of electricity? Of any kind? Like, so it's everything. Yeah. So it's us. There's a version of us in there. That's why they say in the end, you're going to love your enemy. This is why I smack demons down and they cry. It's just become one of the things as a shaman you have to do. I destroyed mine. I teach you how to destroy yours. And if you need help with it, we tear it out of you. Yeah. We get the whole crew up in here. We sing songs around you. We play music at 528 hertz, 432. We, we have bells and gongs and whistles and chants and staring directly into it. We give you every opportunity with crystals and magic balls and fucking candles. What do you, what do you need? You need salt? We got salt. <laughs> we, got, we got, you want incense, frankincense, what, what the, f whatever it takes. Do you want Spider-Man? I'll dress up as Spider-Man. I'll shake your hand and go with great power comes great responsibility. Now, come on, let's go save this place. Right. And how do you save this place? It's not over there. We're not. Don't take this the wrong way, but I always use this example. Saving the starving kids in Africa. I'm like, I'm in the Bronx. There's dudes starving right there. Yes. 
Why yes. don't you just feed that guy? Absolutely. Okay, so I have to save the world, but I can't because I'm right here. Little Frank, what do I do? I save myself, and I put the best version of me on the on the chessboard. And then everyone around me gets the best me, thus making you a better person because you won't be around me if you suck. Yeah. You know, your vibration can't hang here. Yeah. So now there's two of us, then there's three of us, now there's eight of us, now there's 16 of us. Well, there's over 400 of us in the fearless group. That's Shout awesome. Out to the fearless family. Yeah. And, it, well, I work personally with people. I'd rather have 400 leaders on the board than 10,000 people trying to understand what the event is, but they don't give a shit about cleaning their house. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't cleaning your home. You live in like a pig and you don't do dishes and clean your, you don't even take after your animal good. You're worried about this thing over there, but this thing in front of you, you can't handle. And you want to know about ET? Check this out. The UFO lands, it comes running out and goes, hello, and you explode from being in their presence or have a heart attack because you physically won't be able to handle it. Yes. Because you're weak, son. You're weak, (laughs) right? That's what happened to me. I collapsed the first time under ayahuasca. I saw a being physically, I fell backwards, like a portal opened. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And I got up and then something held me down. Like, don't you move? And I looked and it came through a little and I, my heart, I, I couldn't, I was okay with it. But my heart wasn't, I couldn't, I can't explain what that means. It was like the adrenaline in my body took off and I had to be held down where only like my eyes move and my head could barely move. So I don't hurt myself. And they said, look, we, we have to ease you into this because as you start going through this, right, you see the demon, you have PTSD, it's over. You're never going to, we're never going to be able to help you with the ayahuasca because now you have PTSD. So little drips and drabs, little drips of the venom will get you immune to it up into the frequency, you'll be okay. It'll take a couple of times. And within about three or four times of that, my body just relaxed. And they were like, you've never seen this before, ever. I'm like, I didn't know this existed. To me, it, it was paranormal and UFOs. And that was about as far as that went, maybe Bigfoot. And, oh, 9-11 was an inside job, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then it just blasted me. They don't want us to wake up. They insert the demonic into you. Yes. Through harmonics. I've seen something really weird, Nish. When I was under a few times, I was brought back to Atlantis. And I was literally standing there during its destruction. But prior to the destruction, I I looked up and I saw a portal opening and these things flying out. And I said to myself, oh, this this is it. It's over. What did you do? But I was into the science of it. But I wasn't part of that. And I just saw it open. And then the wave hit. I was only showing these specific things. And she was like, I can't show you everything. It'll give you PTSD. Like we have to just heal the trauma the way the medicine needs to work. You don't need to see everything because it's pretty messed up. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And they're like, once you open that chamber, because I used to think to myself in this life, who gives you these ideas? Because when I knew the devil or the demon could whisper in your ear and that could mean anything. You could have an ET standing in 4D right in front of you, just talking to you, sounding like you, giving you the information. I found out about things like Alistair Crowley and sex magic and blood magic and rituals. And Aya started showing me little at a time. Then she said, you have to go back now. And I said, back where? They go to the ritual. I wasn't part of that. No, you have to go there and you have to start affecting the original ritual. And they brought me to the information of the atomic bomb. These guys did a ritual and got that information. 
beings were putting them into the minds of the people that were involved with this. And I was going, what the hell is going on here? This is who's telling them this stuff? And they're like, yep. It starts with the, the wheel, gets to the steam engine, you get an iPhone, you get AI, robots, Terminator, Matrix. It, it, you're, you're headed right for it. And I was like, I didn't know any of this was real. I'm still reading comic books at 38 years old. Yeah. You know, and they're like, well, you read comics because you, and you love it. You know more about things in that book than you know about real life. Right. And I go, yeah, they're like, most of the stuff in those books are based on real life. Just, just got to tell you the justice league or the Olympians, they were breaking it down there. It's all the same things. When I met Toth, the Atlantean, right. He said to me, uh, you know me as many names. And I go, no, I don't know you at all. He goes, you call me Tehute, right? And I go, oh, yeah, the great Tehute. Oh, oh, I do know you. <laughs> and then I, I was like, wait a second, but that was like my American Indian thing. How did you know I was Navo? He's like, I was there. He goes, to me, you've been gone a month or two. Like, you've been in this human existence for the human time. It was 250,000 years minimum. Then you guys got stuck in the deception and it rolled through. I'm like, wait a second, what's going on? He goes, yeah, we're all watching this. Mm. He's like, but I'm also Mercury. And I go, Mercury? wait a second, Mercury's the Flash in the Justice League. And he goes, We're all, it's all the same character. It's all based on me, that guy. And I'm like, oh, so why is everyone fighting over this shit if it's just you? And he goes, that's the human condition. And then the deception falls in and they make you fight over your religion. If you just remove religion, it's just the same characters. Yes. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. This is a big deal. People get stuck in their stories, and it's obviously part of the virus that is implanted or, or baked in, if you will, in this outer space experience. I love that you directly answered this question with just really two words, shark eyes. This says a lot, and of course it pings me exactly right in the spot where I know exactly what you're talking about and that's what i'm talking about i want to get further into some of this darkness if we look from a year ago at this time to where we are now and if we just strip away all the bullshit with the cover stories and we start to look at the syntax of it is like possessions easy for people to grasp and that's been a term i've been using because people understand it they understand something is or parasite, something's in you or in someone you love or in these people you're seeing that you see at the grocery store every every day or in your circle of influence, in your sphere of influence. I've personally been noticing it for over a year and I did a music video on it and called it all out. And it came through in 2006 when I actually rose forward to start talking about some of this stuff was I started to see this parasitical invasion into this realm, into the collective realm where we are, where our bodies are holding the space, our vessels, right? Our cars, however you want to look at it. And I started to parse out where and what this is. It's gone from the top down. Now it's with the folk. You know, it started with those in the very top, and there's more than that. If we just look at the pyramid, the capstone down, it went all the way down to the police enforcers, Joe Blow over here, this guy's security guard clearance, and now it's at mom and pop shop over there. You know what I'm saying? And I started to see how these people were being eaten 
so to speak, there was an integration process of this, the demon or the parasite taking over the host body. And again, the body is just the vessel. However, the game's real. We're in the game and we're part of the game. We're vibing at a different frequency. So in my personal bubble, I have a great bubble. I love my bubble. My bubble's beautiful. And I'm vibrating at a realm where I'm talking to people like you, right? We're here and we're we're gaming together in the sim. However, I go outside and I'm starting to experience what some people would appear to be they're looking gray to me frankie they're looking gray like dead flesh dead flesh that's been fully assimilated that's pretty much what's happening yeah all right so there's different kinds of controls but the system of control is a program nonetheless so the demonics have to be there for the angelics to be there for everything else to be there then you have an ai that took over the system as well as a crew of different things from reptilians to Anunnaki's and there's just small sections of them. It's not like the whole group is doing it and there's a hierarchy to it. And at the top is the AI again, and they're all praying to it. Yes. So you're like, wait a second. So is it a program or is it AI? It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't just pull the root out. Yeah. You know, the dollar bill has the, um, the pyramid with the capstone with the eye. Yeah. One of the things I was forced to do is stand in front of that. Cause that's real. And I was in a cathedral-looking place, and they said, this is all of reality. And I was standing at the base of the pyramid. But everyone that was, instead of staring at the pyramid, was lined up, wasn't looking at the pyramid, completely turned around and looking at the other wall. And I said, why is there a wall and a ceiling and a giant eyeball like Sauron from Lord of the Rings? And they said, look at the dollar bill. I was a light being, and people were like, look at your money, look at your money. So I was, I was like, oh, this is the thing on the back of the dollar bill. This is frightening. And everyone was looking at the wall, though, and it was projecting an image on it. And we were all being distracted. We were going, ooh, oh, ooh, of all these ridiculous things, including having it on your money. It's like right in your face. They put it right in your face, whether it's reptilian or Anunnaki or this or that. It's literally right in your face, the signs and symbols all around you. So I had to walk, march up to the eye, frightening. I was so scared. I got there. I was like, this thing's alive. I don't even understand this. And then as I looked through the white in the eye, because I was the light being, everyone that was my shaman was like, you're the light. You're the, the raw consciousness. You are the creator. You are source. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then I looked like that, but I was still frank and I was very frightened. And I, I walked in front of the eye. I said, okay, a giant eye being, what are you? I, I am your God. You, we need you here. And this is your job. You're to stand by this part of the wall and make sure nobody leaves out of that crack. And I said, a crack, why is there a ceiling? And I looked deeper into the eye and there were beings behind it working. And I said, son mm-hmm. of a bitch, it's a fucking robot <laughs> or something. They're working in here. What's going on? And they were praying to this thing. Ooh, uh, ooh. And I go, why is everyone infected with nano? Mm. There were nano in all the vaccinations and the injections and the pharmaceuticals in the food and the processing and I'm a federal inspector for the USDA for 13 years. And I'm going, I knew that I knew it. You son of a bitch the whole time. I, I knew it. So I could confront doctors on levels where they're so impressed, but like, get out of my office. Right. I'm like, you're just handing the shit out to people. You don't even fucking look into it. Mm. 40 years. You've been doing this, huh? You don't even look into it. I've been doing this job six years. I'm the top in my division, and it's in the food. It's in the water. <laughs> Fluoride's in the water. Yeah. No one's saying anything, and you're handing out fluoride? 
I don't know if I should hold you up and slap you in the mouth right now and drag you outside or just be like, I have pity for you. Yeah. I have pity because every old person in my area sees you and you're feeding the shit to them. Yeah. Right. I worked with ayahuasca after breaking my back and neck at my job and my job releasing me. And then doctors tell me you're never going to walk again. And I had the parasites. I had the demonic entity through wanting to party when I was on tour and doing all these crazy fucking things. And none of it made me happy. And then the guy's doctor say, you'll never walk again. And I go and drink Aya because I get called to be on tour. And I really wanted to go. And it was going to be my last hurrah. And Aya's like, let's just rewire some of the shit in your back for a second. And I stood right up, never took medication ever again. Yeah. Literally never. You beat. I'm done. I'm like, oh, this is real. This could work. And headed down that journey of removing my own demons and heading in the direction to where we sit today. This is the stuff. And of course, to me, I mean, it's remarkable, but I know this is real. And so it is in the realm in which I also function. And it's these experiences that people are jarred by. It's that one time, right? It's that one time where you see something strange and now you actually have to put your mind around the fact that if one thing is strange, maybe everything's strange. And it all be real. Absolutely. Well, it comes back down to the nature of us as architects, us as creators, and how that actually really functions within a larger mechanism. The cosmic egg, this is where we're going. We're so small and humble, but we're so relevant, but then so is everything else. This is how I tell people, just like Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. You're the all. There's everything in you. You're the ambassador to the whole thing. Stand up and be proud. And they look at me and go, is this guy nuts? And then something happens in front of them. And then they're banging at my door going, hey, can I, can I book you, bro? And I go, no, I'm booked. <laughs> you had your shot, bro. Trying to do it. But, you know, people laugh until the demon laughs back at you. Oh, yeah. Right? Or the ET shows up and it's been abducting me. You know, as soon as I make it comfortable in the room for people to talk to, you know, 20 out of like 22 people will have a paranormal experience story. Who follows the Bible? Hands go up. Who follows the, this book? That hands go up. Okay, do you believe in this stuff? And they go, well, yeah, it's God and stuff. I go, okay. So when I talk about it, it's ridiculous. When you talk about it and read about it, it's real. I don't understand what you're saying. Like you're making no sense to me. You're literally saying demons are real in one sentence and God will smite thee in the other sentence. And then to me, you're going, this can't be possible, Frank. It's not real. I'm like, well, what are you in church for? <laughs> you go to church for? Why are you in Catholic school for? Why are you enrolled in this thought thing? Are you afraid that if you don't believe in Jesus, you'll go to hell? So you're just taking a shot at, at the dark? What about the people that follow Shiva? Yes. Right? Like, what about them? They don't count? What about the guy that don't fucking know about nothing but the pineapple? Yeah. What, he don't count? He's doing more work than you are. And I'll tell you what, he's working more within what you call the paranormal, which is real life. Because it's not paranormal. You think it's paranormal because you have 4% awareness. We have 4%. So we're jacking and juicing that up. We're turning on the avatar. Why are we in the avatar? We wouldn't even come in this avatar if it wasn't able to hold the creator. Mm. 
Mm. Right. But the creator was like not into the deceptive thing. We're here being caretakers to this place. The flesh was presented to us from other beings that we were really cool with. We were just like, hey, man, this is really cool. And they said, hey, if you go in this, you'll be in this space. And in there, you could have the divine experience that you're having here, but in a new space that you've never been in before. And we jumped in and the reptilians and the Anunnaki guys and the archons, all of those guys were there. And we were left with being dialed down to 4% and one little squirt out of our pineal gland, just enough to convince us it's got to be real. I got to get to work in the morning, pay my taxes, raise my kids and die Mm. just enough to be cycled out of the system. Just as I'm gaining awareness that the system is a fucked up system. And then I can teach someone up. You're dead. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's the thing, right? It's the time. And that's why people that, stop, get off the Catherine wheel and start going inward are a threat to the system, the bigger system that we're talking about. Singularity already happened. And especially for people that believe in the timeline and understand the idea of singularity, it doesn't matter when it happened. It already happened. We hit it. And so we're dealing with that. And I wanted to come in here and get your ideas on 2012. That happened. Yes. So I talked to Paula about this. The mind calendar ran out. It ran its course. Some people say it was a little backwards. I'm like, they've been holding us back the whole time. The calendar's not correct. There is the zero hour. Like you said, it's, it's already occurred. Everything's happened. We've already won. The singularity's here. We're living through it now. 2021 let's just say this if 2012 if we were supposed to ascend and we had a magnet holding us from ascending just something like weight on us holding us from climbing that rope fast enough it's being held back and tethered to right now yes so yeah see i'm kind of understanding that more and more as i go through this process that all this is supposed to have happened already you're evolving your evolution was slowed down to a, a crawl but now it's happening. We're releasing the energy from the sun. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. We've been dispersing it for years while trying to fix this deception. But you guys got to do it from the inside, which is another thing. When I go out of my body and go into, like, let's say, one of the spheres, they're like, you can't work from up here where we are on what needs to go on with the human condition from up here. Because if we show up, it's the gods. They start praying. Yes, so now we, we go into the human bodies and we get ourselves stuck in the reincarnation wheel, but we write ourselves into the program with ayahuasca, DMT, because we, have, we make DMT in our body. We're literally made of the same stuff as magic mushrooms, which are, they come from outer space and different dimensions even. It's we not are like the ayahuasca. Aliens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the kings and queens of the stars walk among you. The gods, the Jesuses, the Shivas, the Ganeshas, they're here. I try to tell if you're going to be here, you're going to be one of the humans and you get the 4% awareness. Then there's those of the 20% I was saying before, some of them are kind of unlocked and know about the movements, which is why you have um, what's going on with Pedo Wood right now, Hollywood. Um, They they have the no and they're doing it the dark way. And they were like, oh, well, we'll get power from doing this. And it's like the light's, it shines through the rock. 
So I don't have to overturn every stone. We just blast the light through the stone. There's nowhere to go. The whole time we would be, we've been watching, we know what's going on. The public, I don't know what's rough for the, rougher for the public to hear. Reptilians, inner earth, uh, Nibiru, or child pedophilia in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know why that's, that's so difficult, right? Whether they're doing stuff with the kids or drinking their blood and sac- ritual sacrifice, does it matter? They, that both really fucking sucks, and they're doing it to kids. If I came outside and kicked your kid and sacrificed it to a giant reptilian or to some invisible demonic entity, according to you— then that's not as bad as, let's say, one of these other things. Why is this not such a big deal? They're using the magic on you. They do the ritual, and then you don't give a shit. Yeah, That's how this works. So I have to come inside, according to Toth and them, from the outside as a human, and activate from inside here as we are all one now. We're on the level playing field. Now we unlock the avatar. It's technology. It's a flesh suit. You unlock it. It holds the creator the creator is all. What are you going to do if I bring out 4 billion creators onto the field of 7.9 billion plus whoever else is watching that we're unaware of that is standing right in front of us because we have 4% awareness, which is why you get stories of beings walking through walls and all kinds of weird shit. I saw the ETs. They came in. They walked through the wall and then poked me in the head, and then I was up in the ship, and the ship sucked me through the wall. Yeah, incredible story. Bro needs more dragons. Guess what? The dragons are standing right in there. <laughs> Holy shit. It's all right in front of you. Like the people that are arguing whether ET exists and where they're from, Pleiadian, Arcturian, or whatever, and Bigfoot. Oh, you're into the UFO thing. It's like that's just fantasy that don't exist. It's like oh, and you sit with them. They have a few drinks. You know, Bigfoot. It's like really, you're going to tell me that? Mm. And then, but, <laughs> right? Jesus is real, but Shiva's not. <laughs> like I, I, I just use these examples because it's ridiculous to me. Yeah, it's like oh, the little people are real. So you, you need Smurfs, right? And they're like, well, no, they're not Smurfs. They're, they're little people. And then somebody will go, yeah, what do you mean little people? Like a three-footer? I'm like, no, like maybe 11 inches. And they go, what? And then they go Bigfoot or UFO. I go, dude, it's all there. It's all there. And let me tell you, then there's the thought forms that if you believe hard enough, it's there. Yes. This is a big deal. I've been bashing thought form entities of my own as well as everybody else's Freddy Krueger nightmare since I started five years ago to show them that's yours. Up six years, seven years. Like, this is you. You created that. You need to put that down now. You need to stop imagining the boogeyman in the closet because how could the boogeyman in the closet scare the creator? See, I came around. I met the reptilians. I was frightened at first. And then I was a source. I'm the creator. I'm here for a reason. I'm the ambassador of the all. You guys don't even know there's 5D. You're praying to a robot still, right? And you may have laser guns and spaceships, but you don't have enough common sense in you to know to shower yourself because you smell like pee and you don't know that there's any other layers to this thing. And yet I stand naked in front of you because you're trying to frighten me. And watch this. I'm frequencying up. Boom. Disappear on them but I'm standing right there. And they're like, where did he go? I'm like, I'm right here, guys. And they can't rock the frequency. Well, you can do these amazing things. So how did you plan on beating Source? Here's the piece of paper. Show me your plan on defeating God. I'll use God for the audience. How do you plan on defeating that? Because I'm God, you're God, this one's God, she's God, these are all God, God, they're God, God. We're representing everything here that's God, God, God. Okay, show me again. And they, they got nothing. 
they just try to deceive you. They're like, well, you're meat. And I'm like, good, you're going to eat me because I'll come back. How many times can you do this? Because I could do this infinitely. <laughs> How many times before you get tired? Because I realize as you push this on anything, this is a free will place. If you say no and they go forward, there's other guys there to help you. They talk to you. They say, well, my angel helped me and this archangel Michael helped me and this thing helped me. That. Well, what are those things? When someone comes and steps on your toes and they're not supposed to, because they're supposed to be letting free will go, like the demonic entity enters and doesn't have your permission. Something gets smited, right? We hear about this in all kinds of books. The angel comes, the flaming sword, the robed beings of light. They show up at the galactic federation of light. You hear all stories, all this shit, and you're like, what is this? And they're like, well, it's the wild, wild west. So if someone doesn't do something, then nothing will get done. And your awareness is your responsibility to the entire thing. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, but you can't cross the free will. But if free will is crossed and it's broken, we can step in. You have to ask for help, though. As soon as you say help, we come. But they have to cross the line. If the line isn't crossed, we'll be there watching, but we can't do nothing. And I'm like, wow, because you can make the contract with the demon in your head and you don't even realize it. You could go play the song, sing the lyrics three times over, and all of a sudden you're miserable. And you don't even realize it because you're smiling at the moment, but you just casted a spell on yourself. Yep. Right? The, I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. Keep singing that stupid song over and over and over. <laughs> right. Keep singing it. You're right? inducting yourself. <laughs> they can hold emo nation to everyone. We all walk around, don't know how to tie our shoes or go for a hunt and feed our family. You do something just like hold a door open for each other. That's real nice. This leads me into the power of touch. I heard you talk about it. I'm not sure where. It might have been on Joe's show. But you know what I'm talking about. So like the reptilians, you don't touch them, right? Or they eat you. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. You can't cross that line either with them. Where is the line with the power of touch in general? All right. So (laughs) this is funny. Paul and I discuss this all the time. We laugh because they get close but they can't cross the lines. Well, what's crossing the line? How do you know the devil's whispering in your ear? Well, what does the devil look like? Well, he's some kind of horned reptile looking thing. Yeah. So the reptilian standing there speaking to you with his thoughts using your words. It's like coming through in your, your speak. So you think it's you speaking in your mind and they're standing. Oh, so close to you playing the game. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And I find out these things the hard way. I was shamaning in Tampa my first experience with a group and it wasn't really going over well it was we were having problems in the room or whatever people were different things or too many people i should have never went for that this was a three million dollar condo on tampa bay so i was invited there and it was really really nice we were up on the third floor and it was all bay windows it looked like a hoverboard or something i don't know like a piece of metal big enough for seven guys to stand on and it came right through and put itself down in the dining room area right through the window and everyone jumped and they came in they were like hey they started talking they looked at me the people in the room one guy threw up one girl freaked out one girl said i'm not leaving you frank don't worry and one dude said this is your job shaman go speak to them i'm not getting the fuck out of here i'm like where are you going i don't even know what this is i've never seen i have no clue what's going on right now so i thought they were going to attack us. There seemed to be an even amount of people to reptilian ratio or something. I didn't even know they were reptilian beings. I just looked at them and was like, wow, they have scales and shit. I was like, hey, um, what are you guys doing? And they were like, Shh, we don't speak to the cattle. Hmm. And I said, ooh, the cattle. I said, are you here to eat us? And they said, we would, but we don't do that anymore. And I said, what do you mean we don't do it anymore? He goes, well, you eat chicken, right? 
<laughs> Same thing. And I'm like, oh, so you're going to eat us. He's, no, I told you we're not going to do that anymore. But we're here to let you know we're watching you. I go, me specifically? He goes, yes, you specifically. So I said, okay, everybody, nobody's going to do nothing. I said, could you guys leave? They were like, nope. And I said, this can't be real. This is a fucking hallucination. And I touched one of them. He got right into my face and blew his nose on me. Oh. And I went, are you fucking kidding me? It looked like a dragon that was gigantic. There was 13-foot ceilings. They just made the ceiling. They were gigantic. One of the first thoughts I had was a sword would never work on you and a gun will not work on you. I need like a 50K. He goes, you keep thinking. They were listening to my thoughts. They were like, your weapons can't hurt us. And if I had a sword, I would kill everybody in this complex in a few minutes. I would just run through the whole place. But the place ain't even here. You don't even realize that shit yet. Mm. And I'm like, what, what? And he's like, none of this is real. And I'm like, you're in the pen. You, right now, are not much of a problem, right? You're just a bunch of people taking ayahuasca. We don't need ayahuasca to do what we do. We're watchers. But on the other end, you are the biggest pain in my ass. I was like, what? Over here, you're a very big disruptor of the entire thing. I go, what do you mean over there? Are you watching somehow? Do you know what I do? They go, we have all of you under lock. We know who each one of you are. We have for the whole time. What do you mean the whole time? You've been here doing this quite a long time. And they were laughing. I was getting scenes in my head of them just influencing us over time periods and just interfering constantly, constantly. And it was building up all this stuff. I saw satanic rituals that were going off that these things showed people to do but it would hold karma back from coming to these people, which is why Hillary Clinton's nothing ever happened. You hear people chopping people up and all kinds of weird things. And you're like, well, nothing ever happened. There's still thousands of people at their rallies. Yeah. They should be the first president. Like, are you serious? Like you're like cheering for the vampire. Why doesn't this ever work? Why doesn't anyone ever get arrested? Well, it's magic. You may not believe in it. The fact that you're ignorant to it like that makes you susceptible to it. Yeah. Doesn't save you from it. Yes. It makes you a willing dummy. If someone's telling you magic's real and you don't look into it, that's your fault. <laughs> right? If I get pulled over or, or, or if I jaywalk and I'm like, that's the stupidest thing to get a ticket for. But the cop goes, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, I'm crossing the street. There's not a fucking person here. Any direction, no cars. You just jaywalked. <laughs> so you're going to give me a $120 ticket in the Bronx for jaywalking? Ignorance is no excuse of the law. Mm. Right? We've heard this shit before. As oh, above, yeah. so below. Yes. If it's happening in front of you, it's happening above you and right below you, too. Touching <laughs> one of the beings will guarantee you them being able to touch you back. So you get a warning. So it's but like here's a contract. Yeah. Like, we're, they're not... They can show themselves to you and scare you. They can't touch you. That's as far as it goes. The minute they interfere, or if you go, you're not allowed in my body, you're not allowed in my body, you're not allowed in my body, and they jump in your body, and you can now have help, instant help, you, and it's help that will go after it. I, I've seen things just waiting, and I'm like, hey, anyone going to fucking help? They're like, that's all we had to hear. And it's like, you mean all I had to do is say, I need your help, and they go, yeah, it crossed the line. Yeah. I had an inner earth, and people could laugh at this all day, an inner earth contact. 
I, listen, I thought, I, not my, not the people that listen to me. I thought elves were, after meeting this girl, I was like, she's like an elf, but she's white, bright white, 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 white. She wears white. Her eyes are bright white, and she's blue in the eye, and then white hair. I mean, just white clothing that doesn't stain and some gold trim, white, white. So I met her a bunch of times, and then I got overwhelmed in an ayahuasca experience where parasites were being purged into my apartment and I have like a lot of cats and there's Paul and I and I invite I used to invite people in the apartment to do this um, and then they were leaving this behind so I was overwhelmed and I started screaming for help up to my neck in these it looked like maggots almost and I was like please help spiritually I, I gotta get this fuck I gotta get Saudi out of cats and everything and she came flying right through the window piece the window's not open they come through the wall they always say the, that none of that's even there you just yeah. believe it's there yeah you're tuned into that frequency and she comes flying through she waved this what looked like um, a Japanese fan or one of those fans they use when they're dancing yeah and she had it she just waved it and they went all flying and spiders came out and ate everything there Oh, and then God. everything receded back, and she stood in front of me, and I said, whoa, what was that? She goes, listen, we're watching you. Just, I go, when I call you, you don't contact me. I started playing, like, what the fuck? That was awesome. Why can't I talk to you more? And then she's like, listen, you're all right? Everyone's all right? Boom, gone. And I'm, like, getting the feeling like time, I guess, in time. She's like, the idea is not to get in trouble, Frank. The idea is not to get in trouble. You guys are doing some crazy shit. Where I live in the Bronx, we're on a, over a subway line. The subway goes underneath. And when I go under, the ley line's right there. So the home, when we first moved in, the apartment is on the ground floor. And we started taking hits left and right between reptilians, giant gray ETs, demonics, people with black goo. I had to f- experience this all firsthand. And then when I would look down, there was this energy running under my home all the time. And I'm like, what is that? And I is like, it's the ley line of the planet. You literally are shamanically implanted right here through contract. This was your idea with Paula to come here, lock down, ground the light, your energy here, and take the ley line back right at the hub, right in the Bronx. It's like a main section. I'm not going to say it on air, though, but she's like, you're, you guys are the ones that are contract. So I go, where's everyone else? And at the time, they were like, you're the only one here. So I go, so you want the two of us? She has, she's four foot tall. I'm five, barely five, eight. We're going to hold down against all this. And they said, anything they will use against you will only make you stronger, creator. Yeah. Contact comes through when I'm over my head. I need help. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, and there it is. <laughs> like, I think I fucked this one up. Oh, my God. You know, I don't do any black magic. I don't mess around. I meditate. I breathe. I connect. My ability was to always see up and down in density and frequency. So I could look up at who was looking at us just as... Everyone that's up there could look down at everyone looking. You know, we look at the ant, and the ant can't look back at up, back at us, and go, "Look, it's Frank looking at me." He just walks over your shoe. It's a two D environment, kind of to him. Yeah. Right. So we're aware of that thing. It's not aware of us. The next thing up from us is doing the same thing to us. We're looking down at the ant. It's looking down at us, and we're going, "I wonder if spirit's real." And meanwhile, the spirit's looking at you, going, "Ha ha!" And then there's those lower in the frequency, all in those layers, and everyone's looking, going, "Ha ha!" We see you, and then the guy up from them, they don't see. So I could look up and look down, just like piano keys. So it's pretty interesting the way that works. When I connect, I just think about it. Paul always used to tell me. This shouldn't take more than a moment. And I used to go, but it's so hard. It's, it's so hard to do this. And my brain doesn't work and function. Click, it would work. Yeah. 
She'd be like, relax, just breathe, have faith. Yeah. Trust yourself. And then I started bringing people in. Let's bring this one in. Let's bring this one in. Let's bring this one in. And naturally, if you heard the stories when I was on True Frequency Radio with, you know, the owner of the station was my shaman at the time. And uh, he was having these experiences and didn't want to really talk about them as much. And then he's like, they told me that you were coming in and all of a sudden I'm on the phone with you for the radio show. And I'm like, dude, your poster's up down the block from here. Why don't you stay at my house with me and let's do this. And I'm like, oh, I heard about that. That could heal me, right? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out here. We'll take care of you. I stayed with him five days. Boom. Every single day, over and over and over and over. You got, you got to just keep doing it. Push yourself. Push yourself. And each time I did, layers unlocked. And they said, Frank, there's no going back. You've always been a shaman. I don't even know what that means, man. They're like, look back. And we were here. The reptilians are like, we were the first ones here. And I'm like, no, you weren't. We were. The light beings were here. On the planet, when the first blade of gratis existed, because we're the ones that programmed this place, we, we built it, then there was a deception that brought us lower into frequency, and so on and so forth. And then there's all kinds of things going on. You've got gods like Anu, lowercase g's, that are trying to play God, and then Enki and Enlil and all these other characters that mostly are the same characters. When you hear Lucifer and this one and that one, they're just these beings. Yeah, they're characters. Yeah, I've spoken to a lot of them. You know, oh, you're not you're not playing the game the way you're supposed to. You were contracted to do this. All contracts are up. I toss my contracts because you guys lie, cheat, and steal. Contract is null and void. Bong, creators on the field. Now what do you want to do? And how about this? I create leaders with what I do. So when there's 10 leaders out, it's like having 10 ascended characters coming out is better than 10,000 worrying about what Frank's going to say next. That's why I just tell the story. This is my story. Take it or leave it. It's a great story, but when do you turn the comic book page? And Frank goes, on the next page of the the story, I turned it, and boom, you know, the Cosmic Salon's on the next page. It's like, wow, introductions. And I use these as examples. World's Finest Presents, The Brave and the Bold, (laughs) starring Frank Castle and Niche meeting for the first time. Right, like, but will it be the last? And then you're like, what? And then they, the, the minds occurs, and then you, you go back to the, uh, the cosmic salon as your comic, and you know, mind's fearless, and then they meet again, and it's the Justice League, and now yes. it's, it's Joe <laughs> Roop, and Patrick shows up, and Truth Frequency, and the Eye of Bra, and all these different characters start showing up. You're like, holy shit, we're all here. Yes, we are all here. Right. So we are the gods. We we're always been here. Like, we're looking for this external thing, but it's really you. I've always known this. I came in with it. You said something very, very, very significant here. Well, you said everything you're saying is significant. But to me, the spiders. So the spiders are a big deal, and they've been showing up a lot, Frankie. A lot. In the way you experienced them, they came up, they were the cleanup crew, right? Yeah, I've dealt with the nasty ones, though. I want to get your take on some of these nasty ones. So I'm getting a lot of intel from people dealing with them. And then I recently just had an overlay dream hack. My experience recently with this dream hack shook me. And that's saying a lot. And there was a spider being in there. Well, this is the final push if they're ever going to have to reveal themselves. Because remember, this is life or death for them. Yeah. I I make the choice. It's life for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Right? So I'm going. So, oh, that's it. You can't do shit. But that don't mean they won't try. Yeah. Oh, and they're trying. All right. So 
this is what Iowa was showing me, right? Like, I don't want to OD it on you. I got to give it to you a little bit at a time because it'll give you PTSD. You ready? One, two, three. And then I'm in the water with the sharks. I'm like, what are you fucking kidding me? And the shark's really <laughs> small. And I pet the pet the shark and I go, oh, this isn't that bad. Then a, a school of sharks, then a bigger school. And then they start attacking. And then the big one comes and then the bigger one comes and the bigger one comes. And then the big one swallows all of us. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm still here. This is the most fucked up thing. And then she goes, how do you feel? I go, I feel pretty good now. She's like, you're ready to ride the shark. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Aquaman style, right? Like, Saddle it like, up. Okay. Now, when, when you're dealing with this, the spider, it's not as relevant. You look at it and you're like, yes, intelligent. Yes, sneaky as fuck. Yes, I had one. It was like um, dog size, yeah, I guess. Big. Sitting on my head like a hat with its uh, whatever legs. Like they looked like they were in my head, Ugh. around my head. And at the time, I had, uh, you know, I've been purging a lot the last few years. And there was like one year where I felt like I was throwing up and breaking out and weird rashes and all kinds of shit. So I had like this ring of dots around my head. It was weird. It almost like a crown of thorns almost went mm-hmm. around. And it was just like, I was like, did I put a hat on and maybe a cat what went in my hat and whatever? <laughs> So I, I ate mushrooms to try to figure some of this shit out and just maybe work through it. Maybe I need some more water. The mushrooms will help tell me. And this spider was sitting there, and that's where its legs were oh, man. packed into my head, and I, oh, I lost shit. my shit. <laughs> and it, was, it looked like it was pumping fear into me. And then my face that I was looking at, my jaw was open, and I was very gray, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, these things are like parasites. They jump on your back. We call it a monkey on your back. For as an example of something's there, Jack, take a look. It's not a monkey. It's a thing. Yeah. A parasitic. Maybe it is a monkey. I don't know, but it's being stupid and it's draining your power. Maybe you should check that at the door. So when I saw that, I was like, holy shit. And there were multiple times where they, um, I guess, ritual dates. They swarmed my home where I had to come inside. All the cats would come inside. And then it was like my family and there's 12 cats. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It's beautiful out. And then I feel it. I'll go outside for a smoke and I'll look up and I'll start to sense it. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm going back inside right now. And you can almost hear them moving. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Why would they do that? It was very relevant during, I don't want to say it like this, but I don't have a better idea of it, of what to say, but the Hillary Clinton timeline had these parasitic entities just literally coming out of the dark and the spiders were there. And I know there were spider wars in the universe. Yes. Uh, or in the galactic, whatever. Once again, they tell you in the movies, Starship Troopers is an excellent movie to just show you that there's shit out there that they're not telling you about. And there's black budget, speed, deep space shit going on where they're using genetically modified brain bugs to attack other things on other planets that are just massing, amassing insects that are just wall crawlers and web spinners and all kinds of weird shit that are intelligent, just like you have giant reptiles. Yes. These things seem to be above the reptiles. Uh, I've seen archons above the reptilians and the reptilians taking orders from them. Yeah, these seem a step above for sure. Very intelligent, very intelligent. And they always try to do stuff like attach to you if they want. As a man, I feel they've taken from me my seed. Yeah. At times, like they get it from me through weird contacts in my dreams and whatever. But as I, as these last five years, it's breaking through. 
it's almost like you're waking up from having sex with a beautiful, you know, redhead in your dream and it's a spider. Yeah. Yes. And they're a masters like, of illusion. That seems to be one of the things that is a, one of the signatures with these spider beings is the illusion aspect. It's very frightening because they'll be on you and you'll hear that. And it, you're, they're enjoying it and you're going, what the, f- get it off me, get it off. Like, you know, you look like a psycho when you wake up in bed like that. And people are like, oh, Frank maybe needs to go see a doctor. No, Frank's never been better than he's ever been, ever. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to see shit like this. And I used to go, well, must be a monster in my room. Right? I didn't know any better. Everyone has a monster in their closet, right? Mm. And it's like, oh, no, Frank's just, when you're young, you have that shit, kid. <laughs> right? To grow up and, and look back under the psychedelic and seeing, no, there was actually something there trying yes. to get into you. And I'm like, man, I, I laid in bed for about seven years of my life where I just held that blanket and held my, uh, my little clowny thing and just held it as tight as I could. Like mom and dad just don't fucking get it, bro. It's just me and you clowny. Right. And then to find out that monsters are real. So they teach us, no, there's no monster under the bed. And a lot of times we make these monsters. If we would just talk about it openly and get it over with, you'd realize that you can overcome all these things. You bring the frequency up. Right. A lot of the stuff that we do or did, it's almost torturous to the children, but it's always been done that way. My father told me I treated you eventually the way my father treated me. And I grew into that and I was just running by the program that my father showed me, which his father showed him. But how far does this go before we say this thing don't fucking work? Why are we still doing this? Yeah. Yo, well, my dad did it this way. I walked uphill in the snow with no shoes. Well, I don't got to fucking do that. I have an iPhone and an ATV. So stop being, a, you know. So I'll take the, <laughs> right? It's like, yo, you got to break the curse, man. Yeah. They call it the curse. My family had it too. They all oh, the curse. We don't, rah, rah, rah. I go, what? You don't talk to each other? This is how you do that. Hey, man, what are you doing? How are you? You want yes. to hang out? Let's not be jerks to each other. I yeah. love you. This is so significant. When I was little, I learned how to be completely still because of the stuff that was in, in there. And I could see it. I was experiencing it. I learned how to breathe without breathing. You know what I'm saying? To be like a stone because I was experiencing this stuff. Fortunately, I wasn't inducted into a religion. So I wasn't coming from those lens of an indoctrination. I was witnessing this stuff and I learned how to be like a stone. And what that really was, was learning breath control. And what that really was, was learning how to access higher dimensions through breath control, which is one of the ways we get out. On this note, how can people find you? Everything's going to be in the show notes, but I like to get it from the person too. Where do they find you? How do they find you? Etc. Come check out the show. I have every show I've ever done and every interview posted on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash Frank Castle Fearless. Come check me out there. From there, you can find me on every platform. Excellent. And so we'll see you on the other side. And there he goes, Frankie Castle. He will be joining us for the second juicy hour behind the gate. I would like to thank the producers of this program. Marin Kramer, Christy Tesmer, Melanie Poe, Michael Watcher, 
Jason Lamson, and Senna Rebecca. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And all the patrons through my Patreon gates that are making this possible, are making the time I spend possible. There are some of these that I work 12 hours on, and to actually have them sound natural, which is interesting, isn't it? I don't cut out every um and ah and stutter. We all do it naturally. But I do put a lot of love into it, and I do some fun little extras for those of you listening with headphones in particular. Uh, that is hopefully something y'all like. If you don't like it, let me know. If you do like it, let me know. The extras. I'm wanting to, now that I'm getting this tech down, becoming more comfortable with editing, to start playing a little deeper and more. And of course, there's going to be video at some point. We're not there yet. I think that I'm going to start messing around with video on the segment with Patrick Newlin, The Waters of Sound, initially, and see where that can go. As you all know, I love video editing the most. It just is so rewarding. It's collage in the end. So with that, dream big, dream on, and remember, this is just a construct. There's more out there. There's more out there. Abiento.